This is a CJSR podcast. Volunteer powered. Listener supported. Campus and community. Radio. Podcast. Podcast. Radio. Radio and and podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And what's your favorite food? Chicken rice soup. What else is it called? Rice soup. (laughs) Sour soup. Sour soup. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Jenna. What's the Cheesemies? This is What's the Cheesemies, a show about Pilipinx identity in Edmonton. Sherry Island and the cheesemiss I want to dig into today is, well, it kind of started with my dad's 62nd birthday party. Happy birthday, dear dad. Happy birthday to you. We were eating pancit, pancit, pancit. I know I'm butchering that word. Pancit is a Filipino fried noodle dish and every birthday my dad insists that we have it. In fact, he says it has to be at every family gathering, birthdays, christenings, even summer barbecues. It's a Filipino thing that my dad has passed on to my sister and me, but we are not only Filipino. And it got me wondering, do my sister's kids know they aren't only Filipino? So I asked them. First, I asked my nephew, who was a little shy of talking into the microphone. I'm, I'm Junior Island McCollum. Junior? Are you Filipino? Yes. Are you Cree? No. Are you Métis? No. Are you Native? Yes. Are you Italian? Yes. I, I had so many yes questions. Next, I asked my niece. Karea, C-A-R-R-E-Y-A. Are you Filipina? What? Are you Filipina? What does that mean? Are you part from the Philippines? Yes. Are you native? Yes. Are you Italian? Yes. Are you Métis? (laughs) I don't know. Are you Cree? Yes. My niece and nephew are in fact Filipino, Cree, Italian, and Métis. It was fun playing a little guessing game with them. There will be more guessing games throughout the episode. But first, I want to dig a little deeper into this melting pot that we call a family. So, I chatted with my little sister. (laughs) My last name too? Yeah. I'm Courtney Island. Like mother, like son, she was a little nervous to be speaking into a microphone. Uh, The first question is, where were you born and raised? So we were born in Edmonton, Alberta, um, raised in Edmonton, Alberta. Describe your family, your parents, siblings, cousins, etc. My dad is Filipino. 
I have three sisters that are all First Nations and half Filipino. My oldest sister is half Vietnamese. My mom is First Nations Cree. And my cousins that I'm close to are all on my Filipino side. Yeah, so our cousins that we grew up with are all Filipino. And then we kind of only got to know our indigenous side of our family uh, when we were older and we met our two older sisters. Um, How would you describe your cultural identity and what role does this play in your life? We were raised by our dad, who's Filipino. So I would say our culture is mostly Filipino. Uh, What role does it play in your life? In my life... I'm more Filipino because at home I cook a lot of Filipino dishes like sinigang and adobo. Have you ever been to the Philippines? No, it's something that I would want to do one day in my life. I don't need what about the native side? For native, I'm not really culturally aware of that side of my family because we were raised Filipino. I don't know how to make bannock, which is... I've tried, but I still can't do it. (laughs) Being Filipino often means being part Spanish because Spain colonized the Philippines. Being Cree often entails some French Métis ancestry somewhere along the line. It got me thinking about the ethnicity guessing game that people play when they meet someone new. I've gotten Portuguese, Chinese, Hawaiian, Japanese, And so I asked some friends what they thought when they first met me. Uh, My name is Laura Schrader. Aaron Tempest. Chris Bateman. When I first met Sherry, it was a long time ago. Um, uh, I don't really know what I felt about her ethnicity, if anything at all, or at least that I can remember. Um, But I would say probably that I thought she was Asian. When I first met Sherry, I'm pretty sure I already knew that she was Filipino and indigenous. Um, But I think I saw a picture before I met her. I think I would have thought that she appeared Asian, um, but I wasn't sure from where. When, (laughs) When I met Sherry, I had no idea what her ethnic background was, uh, but it was very interesting to me. I remember having uh, lots of theories for a while. Um, My family had just moved from Regina like three years earlier, and so uh, in Edmonton there was just so many more um, uh, people from different backgrounds than I had ever uh, met or experienced before in Regina. And so um, I had lots of, uh, <laughs> lots of excitement and uh, ideas about my new friend who was obviously not white, but I couldn't figure out where she was from. Um, I think I remember telling my mom that she was, I thought she was a dark-skinned Italian. <laughs> uh, and then I thought she was Indian. Um, it didn't take like too long to uh, figure out that she was Filipino because she had so many uh, friends and family from her dad's side that also went to our school that were Filipino Uh, and then I think it was a little bit 
after that that she uh, told me that she was also indigenous. My little sister and I are super close. We are best friends, we talk on the phone multiple times a day, and we can even sometimes read each other's minds. It's strange to think that we never talked about being multiracial. Before this interview, I had never asked if she felt more Cree or more Filipina. I had never even asked myself. Do you feel connected to one side versus the other? I'm a little kind of between sides. I mean, I started a job with Indigenous services, so when I go to work, I feel more Native and accepted by the culture. I'm learning a few new words at work, so I feel connected that way. But then at home, I feel more Filipino because I I have a Filipino family and I cook Filipino food. But when I go to the Filipino store nearby they don't even know that I'm Filipino. So I guess outside of home, I'm not really Filipino. I'm more native as people see me from the outside. I feel more connected to our Indigenous native side just because that's kind of what I'm going through right now. Um, Reading like news and stuff and getting more connected to that side of my culture. I like almost don't feel Filipino at all because I know like a few words. My dad raised us. All of our cousins are Filipino, but that's like a part of me that wasn't really connected. What was a defining moment where you felt you had to choose between one identity over the other? Um, For me, it was... Uh, I think in 2015, when the Truth and Reconciliation Commission sent out their recommendations. And I like kind of was exploring my Indigenous side, but when that came out, it kind of angered me in a way that I like didn't really understand. And then slowly started to notice like all the things that they say as the recommendations out. I kind of noticed, like, yes, I went to school and was kind of uh, singled out as being, like, one of the few Native people at the school, and just, like, things like that where I started to realize that I was kind of tokenized, and then that kind of led me on this path to exploring being Indigenous, and I kind of took the Filipino side for granted because I had my dad around, and so I was like, he is the Filipino side and like I didn't really have to continue being Filipino at that point if that makes any sense. Was there a moment you had to choose or felt you had to choose? I think by the time I got to junior high I had to accept that I was native but before junior high I was always hanging out with I always had Filipino friends, so I didn't think of myself as a native person. But now growing up, I feel that I'm more seen as a native from the outside, so I'm kind of torn between both. I feel more Filipino, but from the outside, people are seeing me as native, and I'm 
feeling that more now. Um, when do you feel accepted and rejected? So when do you feel accepted by the Native community or rejected by them? Mostly now that I'm working, I feel more accepted as a Native at work. But when I come home, again, I feel more Filipino. Um, I feel like when I do go out and people see me as Native, I f feel a sort of racial discrimination. So I would say that could be felt feeling the rejected side of things. Um, <laughs> I think I feel accepted by both sides of the culture. So especially when I'm with family, I think Courtney was also saying this earlier. Yeah, like our family on both sides is just very welcoming. Yeah, I mostly feel accepted. I'm trying to think of when I feel rejected. Sometimes like if I go to like an indigenous gathering, like I know I've been to like a couple of round dances there. I, I don't feel rejected, but I feel more like it's hard for them to see that I'm native. And so they don't, they just think I'm just some Asian person at the round dance. The Filipino side, I feel like mostly accepted around my family, but a lot of times when I meet like other Filipino people, like they know more about being Filipino. Like most of my Filipino friends like know a lot more about the culture and they teach me things. So it's not really rejected, but I just feel like kind of falling behind them in like knowing that side of me. Where does being Canadian fall into the mix? Do you feel you are walking three different paths? It's interesting being Indigenous in Canada, and I think that's why I kind of lean more towards that, just because of everything that's going on with, like, resource extraction on reserves and the, like, poor state of health that a bunch of Indigenous communities are in. So that side of me kind of feels not Canadian or, like, rejecting Canada. Like, I used to be kind of patriotic when I was a kid, and I, like, loved Canada Day. Um, but I don't... Now I don't feel like I'm walking three different paths. I feel almost entirely Indigenous and not Filipino at all, even though, like... When I introduce myself, I usually say, my name is Sherry, and I'm Cree from Sturgeon Lake Cree Nation. And then I usually add, my dad is Filipino. I don't say, I'm Filipina. I don't kind of I really identify as that, but I always say, my dad is Filipino. Um, when do you feel connected to your Filipino heritage? How so? Food, music, politics, etc. Food-wise, I cook a lot of well, not a lot, but three main Filipino dishes that I've learned to cook from my dad. The most I feel connected to my Filipino heritage is when I, when we used to do family gatherings at our Filipino side's houses. They'd always have a bunch of different Filipino foods and desserts. I actually miss those. <laughs> my favorite dessert is the lechi plan. Anyth anything about music? Do you remember that song? 
I knuckle. Something, something, something. <laughs> I do remember that song now that you brought it up, but I don't know. I don't really listen to any Filipino or native music at all. It's just I'm more connected with, I guess, the Canadian culture of music. What's on the radio? Not much more than that. And do you speak Tagalog? I can't say that I speak Tagalog. I mean, I I know a few words, and I try to learn a little bit from my dad, but I, I'm not really familiar with other than Anagaya, which my grandma used to say all the time, or Kaina, which, again, my grandma used to say all the time. I've learned to say thank you very much, which, which is maraming salamat. Mm, that's about the extent of my... Filipino language knowledge. Time for another guessing game. How much Tagalog do my niece and nephew know? Do you know what Tagalog is? No. It's the Filipino language. Junior, what does it mean when I say kaina? Eating food. What about anagaya? Junior, you know mom's dad? What do you call him? Lolo. Lolo? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? Jesus. <laughs> what do you call mom's dad? Lolo. Do you know what Lolo means? Grandpa. And do you know any other words in Tagalog? No. Do you know what ka'ana means? Go to the table and eat. What does anagaya mean? Uh, what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to think of any music. I know that we love karaoke. <laughs> Which is a Filipino thing. Yeah. But is it though? I think it's like an Asian thing. Uh, and then pol- politics. I just know a little bit about how extremely conservative the president of the Philippines is, and that kind of is similar in Alberta. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about how I feel connected. I feel that the same thing with food is, yeah, we just, we eat so much Filipino food. We, we like Courtney doesn't know how to make bannock. I don't know how to make bannock. So pretty much the only time we really have like traditional indigenous food is when we're on the reserve or with our family on that side. But yeah, I think that's like the biggest connection is food on the Filipino side. There you have it. The best way to connect to your roots is through your stomach. So the next time you attend a Filipino celebration, don't forget to load up on pansit, pansit. What's the Cheesemus is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton, Alberta, on Treaty 6 territory. Today's episode was produced by me, Sherry Island, with the help of Mishma Mukith and Jenna Prop. The song clip mid-interview is called Putung Ina Mu by 20 Fingers. Thanks to Alan Peoni for recording the narration and all the guests. 
Chris Bateman, Aaron Tempest, Laura Schrader, my sister, Courtney Island, and my niece and nephew, Correa and Brendan Jr. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and on our website, whatsthecheesemus.transistor.fm, and on Facebook and Instagram at whatsthecheesemus. That's T-S-I-S-M-I-S. You can also email us at cheesemus at cjsr.com. Salamit.